1: Welcome! Welcome!
0: The effect of eating garlic on armpit odor. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. This is all about research that makes people laugh than think. If you like what you hear today, consider supporting us at our website, improbable.com. Here's psychologist and linguistics pioneer Gene Berko Gleason, who, by the way, is the inventor of the WUG test, W-U-G test, and is the world's only Gene Berko Gleason. (coughs) The effect, or rather an effect, of eating garlic on armpit odor, with improbable dramatic readings by Gene Berko Gleason. We're going to hear bits of a report about how three scientists looked at how a bunch of women smelled what came out of a bunch of men. This is all revealed in a research paper.
1: Consumption of garlic positively affects hedonic perception of axillary body odor by Yitka Fjalkova, S. Craig Roberts, and Jan Havlicek published in the journal Appetite in 2016. What was the name of that paper again? Consumption of garlic positively affects hedonic perception of axillary body odor.
0: Jitka Filova and Jan Havlicek are based at Charles University in Prague in the Czech Republic. Craig Roberts, the other author, is based at the University of Stirling in Scotland. Jan Havlicek, as you may know, is an Ig Nobel Prize winner. He shared the 2014 Ig Nobel Prize for Public Health for investigating whether it is mentally hazardous for a human being to own a cat. This newer study is not about cats. It's about garlic.
1: Beneficial health properties of garlic, as well as its most common adverse effect, distinctive breath odor, are well known. In contrast, analogous research on the effect of garlic on axillary odor is currently missing. Axillary is a
0: word that's useful if you need or want to talk about people's armpits. A common definition for the word axillary is
1: of or related to the armpit. Philova
0: Roberts, and Havlicek were concerned about one very specific fact about garlic.
1: There's currently no direct empirical evidence that garlic consumption influences axillary
0: odor. Their concern was nothing new, at least nothing new for them.
1: Previous studies done by Jan Havlicek and a colleague named Pavlina Lenochova have shown that diet can also affect axillary odor. For instance, Havlicek and Lenochova found that body odor of individuals on a non-meat diet was perceived as more pleasant, attractive, and less intense compared to the same individuals on a meat diet.
0: In other words, they're comparing the smell that comes out of the armpit of a man who has a vegetarian diet with the smell that comes out of the armpit of a man who eats meat. That's what they're doing here?
1: Well, that's what they did in a previous study.
0: It's really a question, these researchers say, of what is known as hedonicity. A common definition for the word hedonicity is...
1: Of or related to pleasure.
0: Well, that sounds like a nice word.
1: Yes. Hedonic. Hedonicity. It's not
0: a word that people... Most people use a lot. Oh, I
1: think they use it.
0: You think they get pleasure from using it?
1: I No, but it's, it's a perfectly fine word. It mm. refers to just what you said.
0: It was Fialova, Roberts, and Havlicek's pleasure to investigate, to take aim at discovering a particular possible effect of garlic.
1: Our main aim in this study was, therefore, to test the effect of garlic consumption on axillary odor hedonicity. We conducted three studies, varying the amount of garlic consumed and the nature and origins of the odiferous molecules involved.
0: This investigation, this exploration would be, Fialova, Roberts, and Havlicek decided, no mere quickie.
1: We conducted three studies, varying the amount of garlic consumed and the nature and origin of the odiferous, I'm sorry, odoriferous molecules involved. Jean, by the way, uh, how do you feel about garlic? Do you have any feelings? You know how I feel about garlic. I hate garlic with a massive intensity. Well, let's see if we can suppress that for the next few moments. As I we will have this. to because I really, really hate garlic. The taste or the smell? Everything about it. It's very existence, and the fact that people think that they're cooking gourmet food because they put a lot of garlic in it, and all you can taste is the garlic.
0: How about the uh, repels-vampire aspect? Is that well, useful? Well,
1: I think that it repels me. So, And as you know, I'm Transylvania, so there must be something to it.
0: And if there are people that you want to repel, garlic might be useful for that.
1: Well, you just put a little bag of it around your neck, and there you go.
0: Mm-hmm. Fyolova, Roberts, and Hoblicek found, one way and another, three small groups of men. Men on whose armpit effusions they could and would focus their attention.
1: All were non-smokers, reported no dermatological or other diseases at the time of the study, and did not shave their armpits.
0: The smelling of the armpits was done by three small groups of women, some of whom were, as something of a reward, given a chocolate bar.
1: The Raiders received a chocolate bar as compensation for their time.
0: Let me just interrupt here again for a second. Speaking as somebody who really dislikes garlic, would a chocolate bar in any way compensate you for having to be involved in something? I would
1: not possibly volunteer to be in a study like this. And no amount of chocolate would make up for having to smell some garlic eater's armpit. Even really good chocolate? Never. Nothing. There's no nothing that can make up for this.
0: The men who were donating not only their time, but also the smells produced by their armpits, were given food to eat in the day preceding the official smelling of their armpits.
1: In study one, some of the donors ate a slice of bread with six grams of crushed garlic, approximately two cloves of fresh garlic, mixed with fresh cheese, while the other donors ate a slice of bread with fresh cheese only. Those
0: men ate what they had been asked to eat.
1: Then, the next evening between 5 and 7 p.m., they visited the laboratory where they received their garlic dose and subsequently washed their armpits using non perfumed soap. Then
0: came the next step.
1: They then fixed a cotton pad elliptical in shape approximately 9 by 7 centimeters at their longest axis to either armpit using surgical tape. Then came the step after that. They then left the laboratory and continued to wear the pads for the following 12 hours.
0: The test procedure was designed to be rigorous.
1: They were asked not to consume further meals while wearing pads. The next morning, they put the pads into Ziploc plastic bags and handed these back to the experimenters. No serious violations, particularly on the day of sampling, were found.
0: There were some problems, some sloppy behavior by a few of the men, but Fialova, Roberts, and Havlicek say those violations of protocol did not, in their words, significantly affect the findings.
1: In the first study, one donor reported eating garlic. One donor reported eating onion. Two others had a glass of beer. In the second study, one donor had wine. One donor ate a fermented milk product, and another donor had a glass of beer. In the third study, two donors reported eating onion. Two donors had consumed fermented milk products. One ate onion, and another had a glass of wine. Those are
0: the violations of protocol that Fiolova, Roberts, and Havlicek listed and which they say did not significantly affect the findings. After the men had gotten a night's sleep with their armpit pads in place, Fialova, Roberts, and Havlicek collected those armpit pads from the men. Then Fiolova, Roberts, and Havlicek had the women smell the armpit pads. Here's what Fialova, Roberts, and Hoblichek say they discovered, and they say all of this was especially true when the men ate lots of garlic rather than just a little bit of garlic. Here it is.
1: Unexpectedly, we found that the odor collected after consumption of garlic was rated as more pleasant rather than less pleasant and less rather than more intense.
0: Filova, Roberts, and Havlicek say they also discovered something about the men's masculinity as sniffed out by the women who voluntarily sniffed the armpit pads that came from those men.
1: Masculinity ratings were positively related to intensity of the men's armpit smells and negatively related to both pleasantness and attractiveness.
0: What essentially do Fialova, Roberts, and Havlicek say they learned from doing this experiment with garlic men and women?
1: Our study shows that axillary odor in contrast to oral odor, is positively affected by garlic, and these two sources of odor should be strictly differentiated. One may thus speculate on the relative strength and salience of these effects in social interactions.
0: Jean, I know that garlic is something that you uh, find no pleasure in, and I suspect that armpits are another thing you find little pleasure in. So thank you for subjecting yourself to this for purposes of educating. It was uh,
1: my pleasure, so to speak.
0: Uh Did you learn anything from this? Yeah,
1: actually, it is interesting. As you might expect, there is a difference between armpit odor and and breath odor, and they didn't discuss it at length, but I presume that the men who ate the, what it was, a six cloves of garlic really smelled terrible when they spoke. But it's quite counterintuitive to think that they actually smelled better, that their body odor was actually more pleasant than people who hadn't done that.
0: Do you have some hope then? that these experimenters or somebody will do that experiment to see whether the effect on the men's breath is similar to the effect on their armpit effusion?
1: I have no hopes for this research, but it's interesting research. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to think about.
0: Is this counter to your experience? Is that why it's surprising?
1: Well, I don't have a lot of experience with armpits, obviously. And I tend to run the other direction when people have been eating and breathing garlic. <laughs>
0: you've been listening, if you've been listening, to a genuine episode of the Improbable Research podcast. I invite you to subscribe to the magazine, The Annals of Improbable Research. Six new issues a year. Get yourself some back issues, too. Also, get lots of details about the Ig Nobel Prizes, upcoming events, what's in the magazine, and about how you can help and be part of it via our Patreon. All this at our website, Improbable. .com. It's possible that Seth Glicksman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. Until then.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs)